continues. We ain't going nowhere. We ain't going nowhere. We can't get stopped now. Cause it's bad boy for life. We ain't going nowhere. We ain't going nowhere. We can't get stopped now. Cause it's bad boy for life. Yo, what's up, everybody? It's time for the In Off the Bench podcast. I am Daniel Ball, and I'm joined by my co-host, Jim Cross. And Jim, tonight is episode, it's a special episode, a good episode. We're doing something different. Um, We're going to do midweek sessions with rising stars. We're going to scour the globe looking for the best JUCO stars in the country. And we're going to bring them on and get their story talk to them about their seasons and what they got going on after baseball. And tonight, Jim, our episode is titled bad boys for life because we got two bad boys, two players, two guys that are stars at Northwest community college on the baseball team. We got a returning gentleman, Dylan Hale, and we got a new, new stud in the house, Peyton Mills. Peyton, how are we doing tonight? Oh, we're doing, doing good. Man, you know, it, it's it's finally good to have Dylan back. All the talk that Jim has about you, all the love he, he gives you. Uh, it's good to see that stash. It's good to see the, the yes, flow. Sir. I like <laughs> it. I love it. And Peyton, man, it's, it's great to have you on. I've heard so many good things about you and, and what you got going on this season, man. Like the numbers are – you're just killing it, man. So – I'm excited to dive in, but but Peyton, before we get into all that, I gotta ask, man. We're we're big on nicknames on the show, and I heard you have the nickname P Diddy. So how does how does how does one garner the name P Diddy? Honestly, uh it kind of stuck. Like my dad, he called me P. Diddy kind of growing up. And then like I don't know, I think it started when I started playing like competitive ball. I was around, you know, some guys, you know, teammates, whatever. And I guess dad started calling me P. Diddy and then they heard it. And then it just kind of just stuck from there. And then it's P. Diddy now. So so everybody refers to you as P. Diddy. Moms, dads, uncles, friends. Yeah, That's pretty sweet. much. That's pretty much what they call me. So I got I have to ask because. You know, some people get nicknames and they're like, I, I'm just kind of stuck with it. I don't really like it. But do you embrace it? Do you like it? I embrace it. Honestly, I don't even really like I don't know. Me and Dylan, like we kind of have our nicknames, you know, we just mess around with each other. So I don't know. It's kind of just fun. So I don't really I don't really care, man. I just embrace it. It's fun. Well, good deal. So, you know, let, let's start from the beginning. Since you're new to the show, man, we want to get a, some context on where you're from man talk to us where are you from where'd you grow up what kind of family life was it like growing up talk to us man i'm from south haven mississippi um grew up in south haven um you know i went to decided central you know from elementary school to high school you know then i got a little brother and he goes to decided central too he plays basketball um but yeah life is good um Growing up wise, you know, we had we had good times, you know, family times, took vacations and, you know, just doing family stuff and played baseball. And Were there uh, any, other, good. any other sports you played? 
Yeah, I actually played football in middle school. And uh, I don't know, I played quarterback for a little bit. Went to, I think it was, um, I was trying out for ninth grade. And we had we had some type of practice. And I think it was a scrimmage, I think. And I got hit by some dude. I don't know, he's like 6'4", 300 pounds. And I got laid out. And I knew from then, I was like, no, nah, this, this, this isn't it for me. This isn't it for me. So that was only it. I only have uh, football. I got you. So, you know, as you're, you're diving into some of these sports at a young age, was there anything where, or any time where you were like, man, I, I got a little something different than what everybody else has. Like I'm a little bit better than some of the, uh, these other cats. Like, I might have a future in this. And I know probably when you first start playing sports, you may not have that, but you know, as you get through middle school and start getting into high school, like those are some, some things that you can probably glaringly see was, was that obvious for you or were you somebody that, you know, you just had to work really hard to, to keep up and, you know, you got to where you're at now because you had to work your ass off. Um, well, honestly, you know, I'm from a family where we work hard, you know, period. So, you know, in high school, you know, kind of middle school, you know, I kind of, I watched, I heard about Austin, you know, I heard about him. So I went over there and I watched him. And then, you know, being a freshman uh, coming in, he was a senior. And, you know, I just, I saw the way he worked and I saw the way, you know, they, you know, the way he carried himself and how hard he worked. And I was just like, you know, I want, I want to be, you know, I want to be something big one day. So it kind of clicked in high school. And then I had some coaches. Um, you know, I had some hitting coaches that really, really lend a hand for me to get seen by some people. So I knew then I was like, you know, maybe, you know, this is, this is what I want to do. So, you know, with, you know, with coaches sitting there saying, you know, complimenting me and saying, I, I got it, you know, really kind of opened my eyes as far as like, you know, becoming a MLB baseball player, because that's my dream. So. Yeah, so as you're growing up, you're you're trying to find a position. Obviously, you 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 get to third base. Do you were you a shortstop? Were you just an infielder? Were you all over the place, or was it just third base? It was shortstop. I, I grew I grew up playing shortstop, and then um, I think yeah, it was high school when I switched over to third base, and then I've been at third base ever since. So so. Now, now I got to I, I we're, we're very aware of, of D.C. and the high school and the level of talent that comes out of that school we're, we're we've had a lot of D.C. or former D.C. players on the show. Um, you know, when I talk, when I think about, you know, the level of talent, where do you think you fit in as far as talent wise? Were you towards the top or were you like just in the middle because it's so hard um, to measure yourself because you got guys like Austin Riley coming out yeah. of there. It, it's, it's crazy. You know, as far as that goes, you know, I'm like in high school, I was probably, I was kind of mediocre, but I had my, I was like, I had like some, some games where I would do like really good, and then, you know, it was just, in, it was inconsistent. You know, I'd, I'd be good this day, and then I wouldn't be good this day. So it was kind of, it was kind of mediocre gotcha. as far as that goes. So let's, let's get real real quick. 
How good was Let's Dylan? get real. How good was Dylan Hale? <laughs> Man, because uh, if he if, was... I, if I ask him, he's gonna say he he was the next Jesus. <laughs> but I, I, I well, need to know. I need to know from his boys. Shoot it straight now. In high school, you know, I, you know, I wasn't as close as I was now with him. But like, you know, outside looking in, then I thought he was a pretty good player. He had some good talent. Um, so I, I thought he was a, I thought he was a good player with very big potential. So I mean, you can tell he's a big guy. So he's uh he pumps up. He lifts a lot of weights. So you can tell. Well, I mean, that's funny you mentioned that. I, I've seen this guy <laughs> work out. And this dude, he doesn't wear shoes. Do, do you wear shoes when you work out? I do wear shoes. That's I do pretty, wear shoes. That's pretty standard. That's the normal, right? Like It is the normal. He's abnormal. I got you. Uh, it, it still baffles me, but, hey, it is what it is. It, can you – I'm pretty sure – like, what's your batting average this season? Honestly, I don't is it, even know. Is it, better than, is it better than Dylan's? I, I, I can honestly, I can actually we may, we I was gonna say I can I can answer and if they wouldn't have played Meridian Dylan's would have been better but it's not now. I, I think it, it's the shoes, man. It's got to be the shoes. So we'll we'll leave it at, we'll leave it at, at that. Um, Peyton, twenty eighteen, you got a you got a state title. What's it like to win a championship at the high school level? Oh man, it was it was awesome. It was. It was almost, you know, we we expected that. So when we won it, we did what we were supposed to do. But, you know, with that being said, like it was, man, it was awesome to be able to to do something that we worked hard for in the off season. You know, grinded, did everything we could, and then we came home with it. So there's there's no other feeling like it. What what's the What's the emotion like or, or what's the, the mentality when somebody says, hey, Peyton, you are an all-star, you're all-state, and we want you to be the captain of the team. Like, what does that mean to a guy like you? Honestly, the first thing that comes to mind would be accountability. I got to be accountable. And, you know, I, I'm very thankful that, you know, people chose me for that, you know, being team captain and being a leader. But, you know, it's it's bigger than just, you know, just a title. You know, it's it's a whole group. It's a, it's a, it's a family. It's a brotherhood. So that's that's what meant, meant the most to me is that, you know, I, I get to I get to be with my brothers and we get to do what we came to do and win a state title. So. All right. So you might not have known who Dylan was then, but Dylan, I'm going to ask you, you know, how how good was he to you being the younger guy? Um, <clears throat> I looked up to Peyton. I won't lie. He was one of those guys that, I mean, obviously, like you said, he was older. And um, I saw his work ethic, too. And it kind of it kind of motivated me because he was the team captain. And then it kind of motivated me to kind of fill that role the next year for whenever I was a senior. So, um, and I, I was – I was blessed enough to fill that role as well. And, uh, but I looked up to him. He was on and off the field. He was a good dude, but. That's, that's what we like to hear. And that's, you know, that's what he's talking about with accountability. But the question I'd have for you now is let's not talk about then. Let's talk about now. If, if we were to do a home run derby right now, Dylan, 
Who's taking it, bro? You or him? <laughs> oh, man. Um, I say me. I say I'll take it home. Oh, I love I say it. I, I say I have to. Well, hey, 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 factors um, where the field is, where the wind's blowing, how far the fences are, wood or metal. I mean, there's a lot of factors to it, but I, I don't know. I mean, it'd be, a, it'd be a good match for sure. It'd be fun for sure. I wouldn't expect anything less from you. I, I wanted you to say yourself, you said yourself, hey, and you know, uh, you know, thinking about the last time that we were talking about you in the last episode we had, we had your other half, we had Frilly on. And uh, I know that y'all were supposed to play last week, but it snowed. How bummed were you that you didn't go against your best boy? Yeah, the snow, uh, yeah, that bummed me out for sure. Um, I was excited to be able to uh, be on the field with him again. And, um, Especially Jacob Duncan too. Shout out to Jacob. Um, I was, I mean, I was pretty upset because we were talking about. It. We went hitting. Uh, we went to go hit at DC one day, and we were talking about it. And uh, I mean, it just it just didn't didn't come out to play how we wanted it to. But um, I reckon that we'll get that game rescheduled, and we'll we'll, we'll be out there um, one day playing against each other. Yeah, for sure. Since you decided to shout out Jacob Duncan, man, I got to tell you, because y'all didn't play that game that same day, I took my son to a kickboxing class and I went into the the HQ gym. I didn't know he worked out there and he was in there yeah. absolutely killing it. So I was like, all right, yeah. man, good for you. Not You don't got a game today? Go ahead and go kill it in the gym. Yeah. J- Jacob's a big old boy. He can lift some weight now. He can he can pull some weight. Well, it wasn't just the, it wasn't just the weight he was lifting. That boy was sweating. So, you know, he was putting in yeah, the grind. He, yeah. Me and him sweat a lot too. Um, while we're hit, whenever we're done hitting, we're both drenched in sweat. Yeah, I mean, since the last time we did an episode together, Dylan, I told Daniel about when we worked out together, and you know, you made this assumption because I'm as strong as I am, I could work out for like five hours with you, dude. You were about to kill me, man. I thought I might. Pass. <laughs> yeah. Um. I don't know. I guess I just got better stamina, cardio. Oh, man, you like better Dale. Lungs. You're 20, you're 20 years old, bro. Like, but, hey, yeah. let me ask you about current current teams right now. You know, East Mississippi and y'all just played Meridian. Man, they were they were both tough tough opponents for you. You, you know, y'all playing what it seems to be a really tough conference. Where do you feel like, you know, obviously it's early. Where do you feel like y'all stack up? Like as a team? Like, like, like yeah. our strong suit as a team? Yeah. Um. I mean, personally, I feel. I mean, I feel like we're all in all. We're, we're, we're pretty. We're pretty stacked on everything. It's just right now we just need to put the pieces together. We're we're doing that as uh, each game goes on. Um, each game we learn from mistakes, and and we're building off each game for sure. But if I had to say strong suit, I feel like it'd be our lineup. Um, our lineup one to nine can can knock some walls down wherever we go play. So I'd I'd have to say the lineup for sure. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I can verify that. I've been to all the home games, been watching y'all absolutely crush yeah. the ball. Um, got got one more, and then I'm going to let Daniel ask you some questions about your individual performance. But, you know, one thing I noticed, you know, Daniel was talking about you got the stash. Obviously, your hair is back. Your head was shaved last time you were on here. But, yeah. you know, I noticed, I noticed Peyton got some swagger. Who's got more drip between the two of y'all? I, I, I may win the home run derby, but Peyton's got – he's got more swag for sure. He's got the drip. He's got the he's got the dance moves. He's got the he's got the charisma. He's got it all. I'd have to say Peyton. He can't rock that stash like do you though. He can't grow one. That's the thing. He's got a little baby face. That's it, <laughs> I can't, man. I That's can't it. Grow one. 
Dang, so, hey, it's too bad we ain't got Randy here, Daniel. Him and Peyton would get along just fine. Yep, yep. They both both have trouble with that facial hair. I'm not one to talk because I don't grow a lot of it, but uh-huh. it's not that I can't. I just don't. So no, it, Peyton can't. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, I'll get there, okay? I'll get there. Anytime. Uh, hey, Anytime. so so talking about this season and and the success you guys are having, Dylan, man, you're you're hitting damn near 500. You got two home runs. You got nine RBIs. Um, like people talk about seeing the baseball and how well they're seeing the baseball. Are you seeing the ball well, or is, or you're just putting good swings and 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 making decent contact, and the balls are fa- falling where they are? Yeah, I mean, I'd say um, off the bat. I mean, I, I'm seeing the ball pretty well still. Um, I struggled at Meridian, um, just just bad approaches at the plate, really. I mean, sitting Degum all speed on a guy throwing 93, don't do that ever. Um, other than that, though, I mean, I was still seeing the ball well. Um, and as far as contact, I mean, I'm just I'm just catching the ball out in front, and it's it's catching a barrel. So, and then it's going it's going hard and far somewhere. So. So when you on, on a day-to-day basis, what what types of pitching are you seeing? Are you seeing a lot of like high velocity fastballs? Or are you seeing guys with mid-range fastballs that are that are throwing you a lot of off speed? Um really, I mean in JUCO, I feel like every pitcher I feel like personally every pitcher is gonna try and beat you with their fastball just to try and I guess make a make a, a point try and prove that they they got fuzz or something whether they do or not but as far as off speed um meridian's starter he had some pretty good off speed stuff that was uh making us leak out in front on our front side um just just i mean i remember talking in the dugout with kelton he was i mean we were just all guessing um on pitches as far as that goes but um i mean every, every pitcher I mean, we don't face anything under 85, really. Everything's 85 and above, and they got pretty good off-speed stuff. So, so he was dominating y'all like that summer league pitcher from Idawamba that you said was trash. Idawamba? <laughs> yeah, I know you yeah. remember. <laughs> uh, he said he wasn't yeah. good, but y'all wasn't hitting nothing. No, I didn't say that. Um, the guy I, we had Idawamba players on our team, and they said he wasn't he wasn't all that, but he he shoved us. So what what is all right? So, where do you typically hit in the lineup? Um, anywhere from, I mean, one game I was three hole, one game I'm five hole, last game I was seven hole. I mean, it just really depends. I mean, we're just so talented, like we have so many like talented players. It's just, I mean, wherever it falls that day, really wherever coach pencils me in it. All right, so let, let let's give some of the listeners some some insight in into your head. Now this might be scary because we're getting in that dome, but yeah. Um, list there's there's a lot of listeners that that they've never been at the level that you guys are at. So giving them some insight into what you deal with when you're going to the plate. So so let's say you're in the three hole and it's the very first inning and this is the first at bat. You know you're going to hit in the first inning, so. Uh, as the three-hole hitter, let's say you're going up, nobody on, let's, there's two outs. Like, what is your approach to a guy that we just talked about that's got some off-speed and the leadoff batter was able to let you guys see a lot of the pitches and so you kind of have an idea of what's in the arsenal. 
but with two outs and you're the three hole, like what is the approach? What's the mindset? What's the thought? Are you going up there trying to hit one out or are you going up there trying to still see pitches because it's early in the game? What's going on? No, um, I'd per, I mean, personally, I'd, I'd go up there, think left side, me as a lefty. If you're righty, think right side. Um, just, I mean, I mean, I would, I sit first pitch fastball. It's got to be my pitch, and if it's not there, then I'm not going to swing. Whether it's a, a curveball down the middle or nothing, my approach is sit fastball, adjust to off speed, um, keep the hands back, and just put a good swing on it. But I'd say that that's my approach is um, left side just to stay uh, on the inside part of the baseball because I mean that's that's ideally where you want to hit it. But I'd say left side and just um, first pitch fastball. And if it's not there, I'm not swinging. Hey, Daniel, so, I forgot to tell you about a video that's out there. And uh, Dylan, I'm pretty sure you saw it. Um, it. It's your dad's buddy who had it and he showed it to me. That very first at bat of the season for you, and when it was yeah. 3-0, and then he threw you a, a strike, you turned and looked yeah. like, I dare you to throw it again. And then obviously yeah. you took it yard. And so no. you did not want to walk. No, he actually threw me. He no, believe it or not, he actually threw me a three-zero curveball that landed right down the middle. I mean, my eyes got big. It looked it looked real nice, but I was like three-zero. I didn't have the green light, so I'm just gonna I'm gonna take it like I'm gonna swing. Just make a good take on it. And then that next one was a uh, it was a ball. I mean, it was ball four, but it was high and inside, and I just I just got the barrel to it, and uh, it, it got out of the yard. So, so let me ask you ask you this. Let's say it's 3-0 and you have the take. You don't have a green light, but you swing anyways and you go yard. What does coach say? Um, Not a damn thing. Right? Nah, he says yeah, you're, yeah, not, nah, he says yeah, you're nah. not Peyton Mills. He, he, he says you're he not shakes, Peyton Mills. What are you doing? He shakes your hand and slaps you on the butt as you cross third base, and he's like, great job, Dylan. Yeah, yeah, he shouldn't say much. Um, I mean, if he did say anything, it's just because I, I went against what he said, but – I feel. I mean, if I if I hit a home run on a three zero and he gave me take, um, Coach Selby, I, I I have to ask him that question. Honestly, I, I should ask him that one because Coach Selby, Coach Selby's a pretty chill guy. So I feel like he'd just kind of laugh it off, um, say good job and slap my butt and not touch home and there's a run. <laughs> there you go. So you know who else is a chill he guy? Would he would definitely laugh. Yeah, yeah, he'd laugh for sure. <laughs> you know who else is a chill guy? Jacob yeah. Compton. Is that yeah. name, name ring a bell? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one of my uh, high school buddies for sure, old comp. So, you know, rumor has it that he <laughs> tried to take second on you and it didn't work out so well. Yeah, so um, one of the drills that we do every single day in the outfield, um, shout out Coach Carson. He, he puts us to those outfield drills. Um, one, I mean, he, he had a line drive. It was down the line. And uh, I came up, glove side, got it. My back's turned to him. So I couldn't see that he was taking second personally. But I knew I need to get it into the cutoff guy in case he was taking second on me. So I just – I got up and I made a I made a good throw to the cut, straight to his chest, and the cut guy got it in. And uh, um, team effort, we got him out. So – and I, I and funny thing, I ran past him. And I, and I told him, get hit. And he kind of looked just, he kind of looked upset. He was just like shaking his head, laughing, running back to the dugout. But, Daniel, all the DC dads were in the, I was sitting amongst them in the bleachers and they said, oh, come on. He played with Dylan. They know better than that. Yeah. <laughs> Got him. Got him. Hey, learn the hard way, though. That's right. So, 
All right. So this weekend, yeah, this weekend we're talking about the hard way and like you guys have the, the opportunity to play Pearl river, right? Uh, Yes, sir. So, you know, Dylan, when I, when I, I, I've seen the, the number in front of Pearl River's name, and, and I think to myself, this has got to be one of the first, it's got to be the toughest test you guys are going to face so far this year, but it's also an opportunity. So knowing those two things, like what what do you guys have to do as a team to to win the game? Um, Hit the fastball. I mean, that, that's that – I'm going to keep it that simple, really. Because um, we played them at, I believe it was Vicksburg. Yeah, we went to Vicksburg and played them, and man, they just they they threw that fastball, and we weren't we were not catching up at all. Me personally, I'm a, I was a victim to it. Um, made me look absolutely stupid. But um, coaches have been putting us on the velo machine, on the hack attacks, bumping it up 95, 96. Um, but I, if we can hit that fastball and uh, um get their get their bullpen going today I, I know they got a lot of good pitching but I feel like if if we just if we beat the first guy from there it, it should be our ball game personally that's what I think so Peyton same question man what's what's it take what's it take to beat a team that's got arms for days oh uh, definitely like Dylan said fastball we gotta gotta be on the fastball we've been working on it you know, we just got to be on time. I feel like if we're on time, then we should be good. And if we make plays defense-wise, defense, defense wise, we should be good. So. All right. So, Peyton, speaking of on time, man, I have been at almost all the – I've been at all the home games, and you are on time right now. You are batting 464, six home runs, 16 RBIs, 14 runs. I mean, tell me, what's clicking right now? Keeping it simple. Keeping what's, it simple. What's not clicking right now? <laughs> Let's Honestly, keep it simple. Tell me what's not clicking. You know, you know, the first game, I think I was – when we went against Cahoma, I think I was like 0 for 6. And, you know, I went out to eat with my dad after the game, and I was just – I was breaking down my swing, and I was like, man, what am I doing? You know, I was missing the fastball. You know, I couldn't really see it. So, I told him, I was like, every time I took a pitch – I was heavy on my front side. Like everything I, everything, every time I took, it felt like I was just bouncing. So, you know, after that, after we had that talk, I got in the cage and I started working on, you know, barely feeling my foot go down. So ever since then, I've been able to see the ball great and been able to put a barrel on it. So yeah, very and thankful. It's, and it's not just the home runs. Obviously the home run numbers are what catch people, but you know, I sent you the video clips. I took you even the the double and the single that you had. I mean, it came so hot off the bat. I mean, it just, and it's not like this was against one team. It was, what was that five straight games? You smashed the ball like that. I mean, what does it feel like stepping up into the batter's box, knowing that you're just swinging like that? It's just, it's knowing that, it's confidence. It's like knowing that I'm better than this pitcher. He he has nothing that can get me out. Like I gotta just have that mindset that I'm better than him no matter what. If it's a if it's you know, a Pearl River dude throwing ninety seven or a Cahoma pitcher throwing, you know, seventy five, I just I gotta have that mentality that I'm gonna do damage, period. So 
I hear you. And so we've been talking a lot of baseball, but, you know, we're big on academics. Daniel is actually a uh, assistant principal down there in Tampa. He's a retired baseball coach. Now he focuses more on the academic level. And so I'd be remiss if I didn't bring up something that I saw in your in your profile. And uh, you earned the MACJC all academic accolade and a nod to the president's list. What does something like that mean to you? It means a lot to me because, you know, it, it's not just on the field, it's off the field as well. You know, how I apply myself, what I do, you know, just stuff like that. And, you know, especially like with the parents, you know, that's what they're expecting all A's. So, you know, that's what that's just what what's expected of me. So, you know, I'm going to do what I got to do. And it feels good to be able to, you know, make my parents proud. And Hey, Jim, that, so. Jim. Hey, hey, Peyton, shout out to Socratic. Am I right? Shout out to Socratic. <laughs> Dylan, what I need to Socratic. know is, does he, does he probably tutor you? Because I hang out with you a lot. You don't seem that brilliant sometimes. Shoot. Uh, no, he no, he, he stays copying my work, believe it or not. Oh, hey, man, people going to listen to this. Don't <laughs> get him in hey. trouble. No, I'm just hey, kidding. Look, we just – that's not where we need help. That's it. Yeah. Hey, he scratches my back, I'll scratch his back. I hear you. Teamwork, that's what it's all about. All right, so let's talk about it, Peyton, man. The the news came out, um, you know, saw it on social media. As someone who's just been a fan but, you know, hasn't got to really personally know you, I still was proud. Uh, you committed to Charleston Southern. Um, tell yeah. Us, yeah. Tell, yeah it, get it. tell us why you made that decision. Hey. Um, You know, it's, it's kind of funny because before – I wasn't really going to commit because, you know, I still wanted to think some things through. So I kind of – I started praying. You know, I'm, I'm a firm believer that God's going to take me, you know, where he needs to take me. I just All I do is just got to listen. So, you know, I prayed uh, the day before I made the decision. And the next day, Coach Izio, which – shout out to Coach Izio, he called me. And, um, you know, we talked for a little bit. I had some questions that needed to be answered. And, you know, he uh, he did something uh, financially that helped me. And I knew right then that, you know, that was God's way of saying, hey, you know, you need to go there because it was they gave me a great offer. Very thankful. And they they have a great baseball program. So I was just like, you know, that's that's the right decision. So, yeah, I love it. And I love, you know, talking to Dylan and yourself that, you know, obviously that you're Christ followers and you use that to help make your decisions. And so that makes it just that much better. And so the one thing I want to ask you, the last thing I want to ask you before I let Dylan play a game with you is now going forward that, that you've made that commitment, does it give you less pressure or does it, is everything still just stay the same? Honestly, you know, I don't, I don't put any, I don't want to put any pressure on myself. Cause when I put pressure on myself, then I don't, I'm not being me, you know, and I want to be me on the field. So it, honestly, no pressure because, you know, I'm very blessed to be able to be in this position to be committed and signed. So honestly, no pressure. I just got to go out there and just be me. So. All right, peace, Millie. Peace, Millie. All right, let me hear it. Let me hear you, you ready? All right, this game is called uh, This or That. It's a fun game. Um, you can't choose both, and you can't choose neither. You can only choose one answer that I give you. All right? Hit, hit me. All right. Hunt or fish? Oh, gosh, man. 
That's a hard one. Me and you do both. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know what? I'm going to have to just get – I'm going to have to go with hunting. I'm going to have to go with hunting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I figured you are going to pick that yeah. one. Yeah, that's the one I, was, I picked. All right. Would you rather prefer to call or text? Definitely call. I like actually, actually FaceTime. Yeah. Oh, and FaceTime stuff. FaceTime's so you can see. FaceTime's on Android. Yeah, it, it, hey, it works. And hey, Dan, Daniel, <laughs> I'm just messing with you. Daniel I'm loves when somebody you. says call because I'm a text person, but Daniel will mm. call me when I try to text him. No, yeah, me, me and Peyton are strict. <laughs> me and Peyton, Peyton are uh, strictly FaceTimers. That's yeah. cute. We always FaceTime. That's real cute. Yeah. He's not, and he's not lying, Daniel. And anytime he FaceTimes me, I don't answer because I don't. Yeah. What's Dylan? He'll do it from the gym. He'll do it from the bathroom. You don't know where Dylan's yeah. yeah. going. Yeah, I don't care. I'll, I'll call you wherever. <laughs> don't matter. All right, next question. Would you rather hit bombs, strike out a lot, or get on base every time you get up to the plate? Hit bombs. Hit bombs? Hit bombs all the way. All right, good. Hit bombs. All right, would you rather be funny or smart? Because bombs. we – huh? Would you rather hit bombs, too? Yeah, I know you would. Yeah, I'd rather hit bombs. All right, next question. Would you rather be funny or smart? Because we know that you're neither as of right now, but. <laughs> oh, I'm either. <laughs> okay. Definitely. I can learn to be. I can I can figure that out. I can get tutored a little bit. I'd rather be funny. You'd rather be funny. Personality. Cla- class clown type guy. Yeah, huh? All right. All right. This, yeah, is, all right this is a question I'm excited for personally because there might be some conflict. Um, aroused by this one. Um, 2018 DC team without with you, or 2019 DC team without you? Which one was better? Wait, hold on. Say it again. 2018 DeSoto Central team with with you, or 2019 DC team without you? Ooh. And while you're thinking because... on that, and while you're thinking on that, Peyton, let me tell you. 2015 versus 2019 has been the debate, but this is the first time we've been able to debate 18 versus 19. So you get the bit, you get the big question here. Let, let, let me, let me rephrase this. Let me, let me, let me ask this again. 2018 with you or 2019 without you? I mentioned, all right. So 2018, I played third. We only had Jacob Compton. He would DH a little bit. We had pretty much, younger people in the whole time, pretty much. Except we had Matthew Taylor, Alex Russell, um, Hamp Houston. Avery Eddy. Avery Eddy. Um, we won it that year. I, I honestly think it's because we all just came together. But, oh, dude, I, I can't turn my back on my boys, man, especially 2018. No, you got to be honest. You got to be real with yourself. Come on. Say it. I want to hear it come out your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> All right, dude. I I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to say, it, man. It's gonna have to be the 2019. Yeah, heck yeah. Because we didn't have that many seniors on the field. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, it was. I mean, it. Yeah, it was. It was a really young uh, team that year for sure. Um, that was fun. But next question, number six. Let me hear. Arenado or Machado. Machado all the way, dude. They do his bombs and makes plays. What's up? All right, all right. Machado or Tatis? 
Oh, Tatis all the way. Nah, that's what I thought. <laughs> I, I told I told Jim you're a big Tatis fan for sure. And yes, uh, to, to $340 million reasons why you picked yeah. Tatis. Yeah, for sure. That contract's ridiculous. You know what we should have put in there? We should have put Austin Riley. That way, if he didn't pick Austin, I would immediately text Austin and tell him about how Peyton <laughs> picked against him. <laughs> hey, shout out to Austin. I, I shouted him out earlier. Yeah. All right, last question to conclude this or that. Money or friends? Friends, man. Good friends answer. All Good answer. Money. Money. Not, not everything. Relationships, man. Me and yeah. you, bro. Come on. Well, I'm going to go and let you know from all your all your D.C. teammates or guys who were before you or after you, it has been friends across the board except for one. One Dallas – no, two. That's right. Reed Harding also. Reed Harding and Dallas Wolfolk took money. Oh. No way. They said well, they'll, buy, they'll buy them some friends later. Golly. Oh, no. They didn't literally say that. Uh-uh. <laughs> Dallas right. had pressure. His wife, his wife was telling him he better save money. <laughs> hey, go. All right, no, I guys, have, I have let's, let's let's wrap it up, man. Dylan, anything you want to plug or promote? Social media, schedule, where folks can check you out. Uh, yeah. Um, y'all go listen to me and Frilly's um episode because um Jim had done told me that. Austin's um, little episode is sneaking up on ours, and we can't be having that because me and me and Frill, we gotta we gotta um, we gotta shine brighter than everybody on this podcast for sure. <laughs> All right, Peyton, what you got? Plug, promote. What, what are you gonna put out there? I'm gonna promote. I'm, I'll promote uh, this podcast right here. First one on. You know, it was great. Thank y'all for having me. So I'm gonna promote this one. Promote this one all the way. What's your uh, What's your uh, Instagram, fellas? In case anybody wants to follow y'all and what's going on in Northwest. Uh, mine is D. It's Dylan D Y L A N two underscores Hell H A L E with two more underscores after that. And mine is Peyton Mills underscore three, not an A, not P A. It's P E P E Y T O N. (laughs) Everybody says P A. All right, Dylan. Before we close out, this is What's this up? is the, the last thing. All right, hit me. Who's who's a better who's a better friend? Frill or Peyton? Oh man, Dude, that's a hard one. No, you didn't. <laughs> oh, dropping bombs. And you Dude. can't say neither or both. <laughs> Dude, oh my gosh, I don't like this one. Oh man, man! Just say frilly. Well, I, hey, you you know it's Frillman. Well, I'll have to say this: in in high school, it was definitely Frill. In high school, it was definitely Frill. But since we've 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 parted our ways, um, he went to Holmes. I'm in Northwest. Me and Peyton are are on that level together now. Oh man, man, they're 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 both my boys. I can't I, I, I can't answer that one. That, that that's harsh. That's a harsh question right there. We're all we're all on that same level. I can I can I can't answer that one. You're good. All right, so You're good. this is how we're gonna end it. To be continued. <laughs>
because we know we're going to have you back on at some point and you will answer that question. So you better figure it out. I'll write down Between pros now and, and then. I'll write down pros and cons for Alex and pros and cons. Man, you better T-chart it, <laughs> Venn diagram it, yeah, conjugate hey. it. I don't care, but there better be an answer the next time you're on this da- show. Daniel, bro. I do got one more question that I'll ask before you shut this thing down. Be- because Peyton is wearing that that old Miss beanie that nobody can see, is Ole Miss gonna, <laughs> is Ole Miss gonna win the champ- national championship this year? Don't jinx it, Jim. Don't jinx it. Uh, I'm, rooting, a, I'm rooting for Mississippi that's a KOD State. Right so, there. Hey, I'm rooting for Mississippi KOD. State, so I don't care. Cameron James, KJ6, baby. Man, you you better take BBC quick. <laughs> knock on wood, man. Knock on wood. Yeah. What I'm doing, I'm not saying a word, just knocking on wood. All right, guys, man, we appreciate it, man. We wish you all the best of luck. If there's anything that we can do to help support you guys along the way, please reach out to us, man. Yes, sir, for sure. Appreciate y'all having us, for real. Thank y'all. Absolutely. Jim, we got a successful midweek session with some rising stars in the JUCO area. Every week we're going to drop one. Um, It might be Wednesday. It might be Thursday, but – When we get them, you'll have them. And if you like hearing Average Joe's talking X's and O's, please like like and share the podcast on Facebook. Retweet us on Twitter. Listen and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor. As always, comments, ratings, feedback, all that stuff is always welcome. We're going to see everyone next week for episode 25 where where we talk the fight game with Trey Manley. This has been the In Off the Bench podcast. As always, remember, strong body, sharp minds, grit and grind all the time. We're out.